At last, we finally get to talk about fragrance. I have been wanting to do this since I started this podcast, but how do you talk about fragrance in a way that it would connect with the listeners? Well, lucky for me, I found Ashley from Anniket Luxury Fragrance. And speaking for myself, it's gotten me hyped up all over again. And I hope that it'll give you a renewed excitement about the way you think about scent. So tune in for this aromatic episode of Beauty Reform School. Oh, hi. You stumbled across Beauty Reform School, the podcast that explores beauty, style, reinvention, self-care, all from the perspective of the outside looking in. We pick apart the classics so we can confidently break the mold. And I'm your host, Bad Bad, the artist, the educator, the retail grunt, the problem child, the one who's done it the hard way for decades, and now I'm passing the savings on to you. So bring me your tired, your confused, your weirdos, your others yearning to breathe free. If this sounds like you, grab your pen and grab your scratch pad and let's figure this crap out together. Right here at Beauty Reform School. Hello, Ashley. (laughs) (laughs) How are you? I'm good. I'm very, very good. And I'm very, very glad that you were able to find time to join us here at Beauty Reform School. Oh, I am too. Yes. I, this is, uh, this is a pretty, I always say that I'm excited every time I talk about my guests. I've noticed that about myself, but it's true. And I am particularly tickled to have you because I've been wanting to do a show about fragrance for quite some time. Yeah. Yes. Um, And it was funny because, you know, I've been working in beauty for like a long time, (laughs) a couple decades. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And fragrance was something I was fascinated by, but it it seemed so involved and I kind of lost interest along the way. Like I had to learn that skill and I had to learn about fragrances in order to sell them and things like that. But it just was never something I was complete and I love flowers you would think that you would think that I'd be all into it but um it just was because I used to call the um I used to call the fragrance people like the the olfactory doctors because they had to learn so much you know to be able to explain things there's a lot it was a lot and I did take a fragrance exam uh once and I did not I did not pass really well because it was so the, the test was so long Yes. Well, there's a lot that's involved that goes into that kind of thing. And I, you'll, you'll learn that I don't even know it all yet either. I'm learning as I go too. Yeah. The, it, it was just so long. It had so many parts to that test and they were just taught, they went all the way back to Egypt. You know what I mean? Yep. Asked so many questions. And I mean, I learned a lot taking the test and studying for the test, but I just didn't do as well as I wanted to do. So But the point being is that I did want to have someone on to talk fragrance with us because, you know, I'm sure lots of people like fragrance. Some people probably are on the fence about fragrance. They don't know. um, They don't even know how to approach fragrance. You know, like some people wear fragrances that they've worn. I mean, I I used to wear Estee Lauder white linen at my eighth grade graduation. I got a bottle of it and I wore it legit for the next 10 years. You stick with what you know, right? (laughs) Right. I didn't even bother trying to look into other fragrances for a long time. Like I just, just wore that. That was it. And I think a lot of people are like that. Yes. You know, and, uh, and I also think that like a lot of people are turned off from certain fragrances based off of someone else who wore it or something like that. And I, one thing I did take away from, um, fragrance learning about fragrance was that fragrance is one of the few things, the, the sense of smell is one of the few things that really, really, um, drive memories. Yes, that's what I was going to say. It's it's the our sense that is most strongly tied to our memories. So that that smell taking you back to, you know, a childhood memory or 
the scent of somebody else or, you know, a lot of people always say, oh, that reminds me of my grandmother. It's, you know, that's, it's that kind of thing that it does pull you back to that, that place in time. Yeah. Yeah. So I figured it would be fantastic to have someone who is a part of the fragrance world to come and talk to us about it and give us more insight on fragrance and how to select one and things like that. But speaking of Egypt, yes, this reminds me of one of the first questions I asked you, which was about your brand. So can you please tell us about that? Yeah, absolutely. So my company is called Anakit Luxury Apothecary. And um, we specialize in importing Egyptian essential oils um, that are worn as fragrances um, into the US. And it started because I was just I was in Egypt, I was on a kind of a, um, you know, finding yourself world tour. Um, when I went backpacking years ago by myself around the world right. and found myself in Egypt sitting in this little perfumery um, where they were bringing out all of these beautiful, you know, scented oils and letting me try them and um, bringing out, you know, lavender and eucalyptus and vanilla and all these things that we know really well. Mm-hmm. Um, but I asked for something that was more unique to Egypt and they brought out papyrus oil. Uh-huh. And- I fell in love with papyrus oil. Uh, it is crisp. It is clean. It is a unisex scent and um, used in, in Egypt for thousands of years. They believe it was part of Cleopatra's beauty routine as well. Um, and, you know, just a beautiful scent. And so I started wearing it, uh, you know, all the time, getting compliments on it. People ask me where I got it from when I got back in the States. I was running low on it, went to order more and realized you couldn't get it really anywhere in the U.S. And so um, I got back in touch with that little perfumery over in in Egypt and began a business here, um, you know, to to really highlight those scents um, and have have built a brand. Um, Now we have six scents total, um, just fragrances, personal fragrances for the body right now, but we are working on some self-care and home fragrances um, coming up soon. And um, so just built a brand around, uh, initially just around papyrus oil. Um, and so I'm, I'm new to the industry and I'm learning a lot about it as I go. I found the sense four years ago, uh, started my business just one year ago. Um, and I've, but I've, you know, just diving headfirst into this world. Huh. Well, that's, that's, that's a very glamorous story. <laughs> Is it? <laughs> to, well, to me, you know, I don't go anywhere. So yeah, it's very glamorous to me, <laughs> to me. Um, but I, I, that, I think that's beautiful, actually, you know, because it kind of, it will always remind you of your trip. Yes. And it will also introduce other people who perhaps haven't been to Egypt, the opportunity to enjoy that experience so that's really nice yeah speaking of which though um it is interesting that you know you went to Egypt and found this oil and then built this company which for some people especially in our climate today especially in the beauty world people might question oh well you know taking from you know taking an ingredient from another country and then using it in your brand that's nice and all but how is that is that sustainable for you know Egypt is that sustainable for their culture etc and you and I had this discussion and I'd really love if you could just share um, your practices regarding that. Yeah, um, I definitely make sure that we are paying fair prices for our products. Um, I make sure that I really highlight, you know, the the culture around it. I talk a lot about Egypt, um, you know, in my, you know, in our, in our blog and in my about my travels and everything. I really highlight that this is, you know, such an amazing culture um, and something, you know, that even the name of the business I named it Anakit. Right. which is the Egyptian goddess of the Nile River. Um, because, you know, I, I want to honor the fact that, you know, my brand started around papyrus oil and papyrus, you know, has always been called the gift of the Nile. 
um, and it has been a gift to me. And so I really wanted to, again, honor that this was coming from, you know, from Egypt. And yeah. um, I've, I have traveled a lot. I've been to 20 countries and Egypt is absolutely in my top three mm-hmm. um, because of the amazing culture there, the history there, the richness of their beauty routines and everything. Um, you know, we, so many of our, our beauty routines and just the, uh, the history of fragrance all go back to Egypt and to Cleopatra and yeah, to, you know, absolutely. all of that. Absolutely, whole liner for crying out loud. Yeah, absolutely. So, so yeah, I really try to make sure that we're honoring that and, you know, really highlighting um, the culture. I encourage people all the time to go visit Egypt. Um, it's a beautiful, beautiful culture. And uh, really, yeah, I, I'm trying to honor it. And I, I hope that I'm doing it justice. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think the most important thing, uh, and you and I did discuss this as well, I think the most important thing for everyone in the beauty community is uh, sustainability, of course, yes. and then diversity. Yes. And it's making sure that your brand reaches out to everyone. And yes make sure that also even the people that you interact with in building the brand is diverse. Yes. So those are the things that, you know, are the most important thing for everybody in the beauty community. And it's definitely something we talk about a lot here on beauty reform school. So, you know, when I did speak to you, you know, I was glad that you weren't like, you know, you didn't clutch your pearls and you weren't all aghast. When <laughs> oh, said, gosh, no. <laughs> when I said, what are your thoughts on diversity? And I want to tell everyone who's listening that when I did write her and ask her this and I said, well, I hope I didn't, you know, you know, throw you off with that question. She was like, oh, my gosh, no. Like, are you kidding? Are you, you know, she was like, is that a, is that an issue? Like, you know, she, was <laughs> like she was like, I didn't realize that people would be, you know, offended if you asked. And I was like, well, I'm glad that you feel that way, you know, because people can get offended or they get defensive mostly. Yeah. And that's, it's heartbreaking. I, I definitely, um, you know, I was lucky to grow up in Miami, which is a melting pot of, you know, a lot of different cultures down there as well. And so um, my mom, you know, always was very big on, you know, everybody's welcome around our table um, I've worked with the LGBTQIA community in the past a ton. Mm-hmm. Um, I, you know, I support BLM, like, and I make sure that people are aware of this for myself and with our brand as well. Mm-hmm. Um, Anakit, our, our Instagram is fairly new, but you will start to, you are starting to see and will continue to see, you know, representation of everybody. Yes. Um, and the thing that I love about a lot of our fragrances is, half of our fragrances are considered unisex fragrances. Yeah. Um, so there's no gender, you know, right. I papyrus oil can be worn by um, every gender out there can be worn by anybody. You know, I love that I, I we sell at a market on um, Saturdays here in the Tampa Bay area. Mm-hmm. And I love the diversity of people that, you know, that come to the market and that walk up and smell. And it's, it's amazing how scents can really kind of transcend different cultures. Yeah. Um, and that's the beauty of, you know, working with the sense and with self-care and with some of these things is that, you know, I can touch a lot of different people. I'm, we, I always have to remember that, you know, we are working as, as a woman, I always kind of naturally speak towards women, you know, but I remind my team all the time, you know, we're for everybody. Right. So we try to make sure that we're, you know, not saying if you're, you know, if you're a male and you're buying for your girlfriend, we're talking about buying for your partner because, right. you know, I don't know who your partner is. Right. And, and so I don't, we never want to make those kind of judgments. Mm-hmm. And um, that's really important to me that, that, you know, that culture within, you know, the company and our customers and everything that they recognize that we really are for everybody. Yeah. Well said. I mean, it's daily consistent work. I have to constantly police myself with my language. Mm -hmm. I have to make sure that um, I use the proper pronouns, Mm -hmm. everything new that I'm, you know, I learn something new every day and I try to put it into practice every day. Yes. And I am far from perfect when it comes to this, but but (laughs) I'm I'm, (laughs) diligent. You know, like, yes, I'm just determined to keep trying. Like I fall down, I get up, I fall down, I get up. Yeah. And I think that that's what's most important is that, you know, you recognize that, like, if if we ever make a mistake, we will absolutely recognize it and apologize for it. And I think one of the things I talk about often is intent versus impact. 
And, you know, we may not have intended to offend someone, but if we do, if it had that impact, then we will try and make it right. Well, I think that, um, and I'm not even just talking about your brand, but I'm thinking like when it comes to a lot of beauty brands, I think one of the biggest problems that they have in that department is uh, lack of diversity in their mm-hmm. team. Yeah. So it's like if you, you wouldn't fall into these problems a lot of the time if you had a diverse team. Absolutely. You know, like when a lot of brands maybe do a promotion or they do a new, they, they do a launch of something and it's like highly offensive or highly, you know, insensitive. Yeah. You're just like, who was on your team? Like, yeah. no one stopped you? Like, no one sit, put their hand up and said, oh, excuse me, like, me, me, maybe yeah. you didn't do that, maybe? Like, you or, know, like, that yeah, or if there, anybody that says that? Oh, <laughs> exactly. Or if there is that person that could have said it, but they're scared to because that culture isn't, right. you know, created within the company that to allow people to speak up and say, wait a second. <laughs> right, 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 right. Exactly. Yeah, that's very true, too. Because, I mean, I, there have been many times, not now, because I've, I've known for speaking my mind. But, you know, when I was yes. younger, there were probably times that I heard something that didn't quite sit as well as I would have liked and I could, didn't say anything. Right. But, you know, but that ended like 300 years ago. I stopped <laughs> but, Good for you. But I, and I got, I still get in lots of trouble for speaking my mind, but so what? I don't care. You know, I do too, but I, I always go back to that quote that well-behaved women rarely make history. Right. Yeah. Well, I, I hit that nice age now. I've just, I've kind of like settled into that age where I just don't care. Like, whatever. Yeah. Like I, you, you can get, get mad at me all you want. Stay mad. You know? Agreed. I don't care. Whatever. Agreed. You know? I would rather know that I'm standing up for what's right and, right. you know, doing what's right. And, and I can do it in a way that, you know, people will listen to you. You know, there, there's different ways of approaching things depending on the audience that, you know, right. people will listen more or less. And, and I, I always try to kind of think of that as what's the best way to reach, you know, this audience or this person or, you know, to get my point across so they understand it, but that they'll actually still, you know, keep their ears open while I'm doing it. <laughs> yeah, Absolutely. And I think if we're all a little more transparent in general, mm-hmm. I think that that would help. And, mm-hmm. and just and that's not even just in beauty. I mean, in life, you know, yeah. if, if we're talking and someone says something, you can respectfully disagree. Absolutely. You can ask a question and say, uh, wait a minute, real quick. I just want to know, like, what did you mean by X, Y, Z? Yes. You know, and yes, and clarification is great. Yeah. Can you explain that a little bit more to me? Yeah. You know, that that's. To me, that makes the most sense. If you can, if you can do that with whoever you're talking to, and it's not a big issue and it's not a big argument, then you're in the right place. You know what I mean? I agree. Yeah. Um, I wanted to ask you a question uh, regarding since I have you, I have to take full advantage, and I wanted mm-hmm. to know what are the best tips and tricks, in your opinion, of preserving your scent so I've learned over the years about like layering your scents Mm -hmm. and you know prolonging them and using you know your lotion to extend the life of your fragrance and since you use oils Mm -hmm. that's definitely a longer wearing scent yeah but what do you have any extra tips and tricks that we could use yeah um I have a few things that I personally have always done Um, and then of course, like you said, with the oils, they just last longer anyway. But, um, one of the thing is that, um, putting it on wet skin. Mm -hmm. So if your skin is damp, it actually can hold on to those oils a little bit better. Um, and I've heard people say, and I'm hoping you agree with this, but that like something about, you know, when your pores are open versus closed. And I try to teach people pore walls don't have muscles. So your pores don't actually open and close. They just maybe have been cleaned out or, you know, so I I try to kind of tell people that, you know, it's not that your pores are opening or closing, but, but when your skin is damp, it, it just holds on to those oils a little bit better. And as a little, uh, as a little learning companion for the listeners, it is true. Pores do not have muscles. They, (laughs) they, um, they don't contract and release in the way that you might think. Um, sometimes your pores appear smoother and smaller when your mm-hmm. skin is plump and hydrated mm-hmm. and, um, they will. And also if your skin is particularly oily in general, your pores might appear larger, yep. but that's because they're filled with oil. Yes. So when they, when you do cleanse that oil, then your pores appear smaller because they're not, they're not, uh, filled with oil anymore. 
So if you're saying to yourself, hmm, that sounds weird because I'm, my pores are huge sometimes and then my pores are small, it's just the, uh, the, diff- the change in the environment of your skin. Absolutely. I love that you clarified that because that's something I've always tried to teach. I, I've worked in the beauty industry um, years ago and um, then have since picked up and worked in, in skincare for a while as well before I started my fragrance business. Um, and it's something I've always tried to teach people and, right. you know, it's, they can look bigger and, and everything, but yeah, they're not, they're not, they're not contracting. It's not that they're, right. and know. as an aside, if someone, if you have a product that claims it will shrink your pores, <laughs> that's not accurate. Thank you. <laughs> that's, just, that's just, uh, you know, that's just something to hook you in. It's, yep. It won't necessarily shrink your pores, but it doesn't mean that it won't work. It could mean. Right simply that it hydrates you mm-hmm. and then your skin plumps up therefore your pores appear smaller yes. so it's not so much that it's shrinking them per se but the appearance of your yes pores that's what i was going to say it minimizes the appearance which right. is one of those things we always try to you know you can minimize the appearance of your pores but you can't shrink them right see we're learning skincare and fragrance today, <laughs> look at us look <laughs> at us um okay so more tips Yes. <laughs> right. So to recap, we um we definitely want to make sure our skin is a little damp. So perhaps yep. like right Just after, after the shower, shower is yep. a great time. Your bath, that's a great time to um apply your fragrance. Yep. And then if you're not getting out of the shower, one of the things I tell people, you know, if you if you're not fresh out of the shower, um something giving that base, like you said, a lotion, a lotion or something that doesn't have um any scent in it already is right. another way to help kind of help it cling. Um, you don't need to do that as much with oils. All of Anakit's fragrances are pure oils. We don't add any additives, any alcohol, anything like that, um, which is why it stays on the skin so much better. Um, but if you're not using an oil, you do need some kind of base. Vaseline, coconut oil, unscented lotion, anything like that will really help hold it right. um, onto the skin. Now, there's a, that's an interesting subject because when it comes to fragrances, there's lots of different kinds available. Yes. You have your spray fragrances, you have your creams, you have your oils, yes. you have things like that. And they do have different uh, shelf lives as far as how long they stay mm-hmm. on your skin or how long they stay effective. Um, oils are probably the, aside from parfum, oils are the ones that are, are going to last you the longest. Yes, absolutely. Oils, basically all of the, you know, eau de toilette and eau de cologne and eau de parfum and all of those use those oils, but then they just add alcohol and other additives to make it spritzable. Right. Um, and, but what that does, alcohol, we know dissipates very quickly. Yeah. So it, that helps, you know, or unfortunately it doesn't help. It does the opposite, you know, but it makes it dissipate off the skin a little bit faster. So that's why we, um, at Anakit, all of our personal fragrances for your body are just the pure oils. So a little bit goes a long way, um, but it's, you know, buildable because of that. You can put more on if you feel like you need a little bit more. Yeah. Um, I personally would get headaches and things from fragrances a lot. And mm-hmm. so I realized that that was from some of those alcohol and additives. Mm-hmm. Um, so the, that's one of the reasons why I started wearing this was because I realized, oh my gosh, these are just, you know, an essential oil. It doesn't give me a headache. I can, I can do this, you know, I can wear this and and not be bothered by it. Um, So that's another one. Um, Also putting it on pulse points. That's something that they've, you know, that's long been taught kind of, you know, on the wrists, um, the backs of the knees, believe it or not, inside the elbows, anywhere where that warmth will actually help to kind of emit the fragrance throughout the day. Yeah. And the warmth will continue to, to just activate it. On yep. and on and on. Like one, if your body heat goes up, your fragrance will permeate. You know? Yes. <laughs> so yes. So that's and, it'll cook it a little bit for you. So yeah, exactly. And then um, lastly, one of my favorite tips is um, I have heard of people spraying their perfume like on their uh, hairbrush. Yeah. Um, or into their hair. What I've always done is um, with the papyrus oil because it's an oil. I actually just roll a little bit on the tips of my hair. Yeah. Um, and I get a lot of compliments on that because that way, whenever you move your yeah. hair kind of lets that, you know, sense, yes, just kind yeah. of slightly waft mm-hmm. away and it's beautiful. Um, yeah. And because of that, that's actually kind of exciting news that we are 
um, coming out with a product specifically for hair. Oh, nice. um, to bring that fragrance into the hair, but it's going to be, we're teaming up with a hair care line to actually make sure that it's good for your hair. Because unfortunately, if you're using, you know, your sprayable fragrance and there's alcohol in it, right. dry out your hair. So you have right. to be very careful. Yeah. That's, that's something definitely that I remember, you know, it, it's a great idea. Like you, you love the idea of spraying it into your hair. Mm -hmm. You know, that's why a lot of fragrance brands are now making like hair perfume because mm -hmm. they're they're taking out a lot of the alcohol so yes it won't be as damaging to your hair especially if you do it every day yes you know and some people were like well what if I spray it into the air and walk through it it's like that's not as bad as spraying it directly on your hair true but with prolonged use yeah it's still alcohol it's right. still gonna land on your hair and it can be drying if you have particularly dry hair to begin with it's probably not the best idea yes and that's something that if you color your hair at all, if you have extensions, if you have, you know, natural hair, like all those things that can, you know, have caused dry hair or damaged hair or anything over time, um, blow drying your hair, any of that. So we, you know, thought about it and wanted to come up with something that would actually help people and let them wear their fragrance in their hair without damaging it. So we're really excited for that. And hopefully that'll be launching next month. Yeah. Now I have a little little pro tip. Um, mm -hmm. I'm known for wearing a lot of flowers in my hair, like silk flowers. Uh, yes. I wear a lot of those in my hair. Um, what I like to do rather than spray my hair is I spray the flower. Brilliant. And that way, if it's in my hair, then when I move my hair head around, you'll still catch that whiff of fragrance. Yeah. Um, but I'm not spraying it directly on my hair because my hair is on the drier side. So I definitely do not want to add more more trauma to my poor little dry hair I love that idea yeah yeah and you can do that with like if you wear a, if you wear a flower pin or if you wear some sort mm -hmm. of patch or brooch you can spray that on your coat you know put it mm -hmm. on put it on the, the pin put it on your coat you know you, you can get like little little surprises of fragrance throughout the day it's nice mm -hmm. yeah that's awesome yeah um so yeah look at all this stuff we got ugh, I, that's why I, that's why i was excited to talk to you ashley because i knew that all this fragrance talk was going to get me all charged up so <laughs> um i wanted to also ask you about some of your um some of your advice for someone who has always wanted to try fragrance but kind of felt a little intimidated and didn't really know like where to begin i i was surprised because there was a lot of people who i've helped over the years when I was trying to help them with fragrance, I would ask them, like, what's your favorite fragrance? And they, they go, I don't know. Mm -hmm. And I go, really? Okay. And then I say something like, well, tell me a fragrance, uh, like a scent that you remember, that mm -hmm. you loved. Like, you know, just, it could be anything. You could have been at a concert. You could have been at a restaurant. You could have been, you know, anywhere. Mm -hmm. What was like a certain scent that like stuck out to you that you remember? And that was usually my way to like kind of narrow it down. Yeah, that's a good one. To what people like, or I'll ask them what their favorite dessert is. It depends on the kind of fragrance style that they have. Because some people like more earthy things. Some people like sweeter things. Yes. You know, some people like the florals, spicy things, you know. So when I ask those questions, that's what I'm looking for, those hints. Mm -hmm. So if you're looking for a fragrance, you can ask yourself, do I prefer something a little like richer? Do I want something a little smoky? Do I like it to have a little spice at the end? Do I, would I prefer it to be more floral? Those kind of things help you a lot. Absolutely. You know, I prefer a clean scent myself and I also like the woods. Yes, I, I would say that that I'm the same way. Um, I'm, I used to, when I was younger, really liked things that were more fruity, that kind of sweet, fruity smell. Mm -hmm. Yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think we all do when we're young. And then, <laughs> you know, our, as our taste matures a little bit, we find what really works for us. Um, I'm personally, I love fresh scents. So typically scents fall into four categories, floral, woody, fresh, and oriental. Yeah. Um, I tend to lean more towards the fresh scents, which is what papyrus oil is. It's also um, what lotus oil is. If you've ever smelled lotus oil, that's a more common yeah. one. Um, those tend to be my, where I, you know, really kind of um, find my comfort. I really wish that they would come up with a better name than Oriental, though. I do, too. I know. It's it's a very, <laughs> I know. They still use it. Just for everyone listening. Yeah. They still use that as a description of a scent type. 
And it's just a personal thing that I wish that they would come up with a better name for that. Yeah. And it it's, it's it does describe as, you know, that that kind of warm, spicy, that's what mm -hmm. it's supposed to be. But I agree there that certainly by now we could come up with yeah. something I, they, to describe they that. I yeah. Don't, I don't know who to talk to in fragrance land. But right. Fragrance the, the, the fragrance. It is the term they use. A better, <laughs> better name than that. Agreed. Twenty twenty, please. Agreed. <laughs> Yeah, so you know what's funny is uh, years ago when I was uh, just kind of getting out on my own and I thought I was the hot stuff, I used to get, uh, you know how like Victoria's Secret used to sell those bundles and you could get like the, the, the spray? Oh, you yeah. Get, you could get the body wash, you could get the lotion. They had this one in particular and I cannot remember the name of it. It's discontinued. They don't make it anymore. Okay. But the primary scent in it was Freesia. Ooh, and yeah. I loved it. It was kind of like an aquatic, uh, aquatic, aquatic <laughs> scent that had some freesia in it. And I loved it. And when they discontinued it, I legit wrote corporate and told them how much I loved it. <laughs> and they sent me some. Really? They did. They had some left and they sent me some. I mean, that's, yeah. that was sweet of them. That's awesome. That was sweet of them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think we all have. I, I... Go ahead. I was gonna say I think we all have those scents that have been discontinued that you know we we loved when we were younger that like bring back all those memories like you were saying that you know I try to tell people if you can find out what was the base note in that like you were saying right you know then you can maybe figure out you know go from there what what else could you uh, what else would you like that was similar like you said you found you know it was the freesia. And then it's yeah. from there you can try and build on and find something that has that that similar base. Mm -hmm. Which reminds, which speaking of which, I would wanted to know your thoughts on this. Um, what are your thoughts about layering fragrances, especially like even yours? Like you mm -hmm. know, is would you? I know you can wear it alone, of course. Mm -hmm. But do you do you practice layering, or do you recommend it, or what are your thoughts? I mean, I accidentally layer often because I'm filling oil bottles and you know playing with our right, oils, right. and so sometimes I'll probably you know come out of my office smelling like you know all six of our scents at once. Um, so I, I do it accidentally all the time, but uh, but yeah, I definitely think that it's something I believe in having kind of a signature scent, um, you know, and it, whether it's something that's just on the market you know, a lot of people like Chanel number no. five, you know, it's that kind of um, idea of having like that one scent that just will remind others of you. Yeah, um, identity sort of, right? Yeah, I, I truly believe that it is. And papyrus oil became my, you know, personal signature scent. Um, and it's really hard not to get me, you know, to wear it most days. That's what I wear almost every day. Um, yeah. But our, our blue lotus oil is another one that I love. And I actually have layered those before as well because they're kind of similar they're both in that fresh category yeah um but you can also throw in like if you have something that's a little woody like a musk mm -hmm. um yeah. throw in something floral with it to brighten it up a little bit yeah uh, you can definitely layer scents and i love that people can get creative with their own scent and kind of make their own signature scent um yeah. you know by combining things and and kind of figuring out you know if something is a little too you know, maybe spicy for them, adding something a little bit sweet to kind of balance it. Yeah, I um, I went through a phase where I was, whenever the fall would come, I would take uh, commodities tea, which literally smells like black tea. Mm -hmm. And I would also take Fresh's um, lemon sugar. And I would spray, I would layer those. Okay. And I literally smelled like a spicy cup of tea <laughs> but, and I but a fresh it. spicy cup of tea right and I loved it yeah I loved it it just made me feel like fall and I loved it yes but um you know uh yeah but like now I kind of um uh, I kind of just stick to like the really clean mm -hmm. scents and uh plus I was wearing Izzy Miyake for a really long time too okay I um I, you know, like I said, I used to love really kind of fruity scents and I, and kind of sweet. I liked things that had any sort of kind of 
a beachy feel to them because I'm a Florida girl, you know. You like that 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 aquatic. Yes, I loved those My notes. Came out. I was like aquatic. The aquatic. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, it, and I think though that people like to change their sense, you know, with the season. Um, and so that's always a great way to, you know, to layer and kind of figure out if you, even if you love a scent, but want to warm it up for the winter, that kind of thing. Um, of course in Florida, we don't really have seasons, which is why I stick with the same scent most of the right. year. Um, yeah. but yeah, it's, it, that's where scent can get really fun, you know, where you yeah. can really be creative with it and create something that's, that's yours. Um, that you love, you know, to smell on you and you, you love to wear and it makes you feel good, but it's also kind of a gift to others. I've always thought of it that way is, you know, like it's, it's just nice when somebody walks by you and, and leaves like a beautiful scent. It is, but I'm going to actually jump in there on that one because this is important when it comes to fragrances, it should be just as Ashley described. It should be someone walking past you and you catching this beautiful whiff yes. of this scent. It should be that. You should not be punching people in the face. <laughs> yes. Two yes. Or three feet away. Yes. Like that should not. <laughs> I could not agree more. And that's something that I think people over time, like they'll put on perfume and then they'll tell me, you know, at the end of the day, I can't even smell it anymore. And I have to remind people that it, you, you kind of get used to your own yeah. scent. Mm -hmm. So ask somebody else if they right. can still, yes, the nose blind thing, you know, ask somebody else if they can still smell it on you. Um, that's, that's where you need to find out if you're wearing the right amount and listen yeah. to others. Don't, don't take offense to it. You know, if somebody says, Hey, little heavy on the cologne today, you know, yeah. um, it, it's okay to say, Oh, okay. You know, I'll draw back a little bit. Yeah, I have like this uh, kind of, it's not even a coat. It's just like a, a, a long uh, button down dress, but I use it kind of like as an overcoat. Kind like of a duster of. kind of. Yeah, yeah. And I usually throw it on when I'm about to go outside. And I threw it on just today, as a matter of fact, to run outside real quick. And I could still smell the fragrance on it. Uh-huh. It was faint, but I could smell it. Mm -hmm. And I had I had worn, and that was just from me putting fragrance on myself when I was wearing it. Mm -hmm. So it's like, just, just bear in mind that fragrances do linger, mm -hmm. you know? They do linger. There's really no need to just kind of like keep putting it on. And if you find yourself having to put it on throughout the day, like mm -hmm. that just means that it's probably a watered down version of the yes. scent. And then you probably need to start looking into like if you really love that scent it, you probably will do better to get like a more condensed and concentrated yes. version of that scent so like when Ashley was talking about eau de toilette mm -hmm. and, and you know eau de parfum those are watered down versions of the actual scent so think of eau de toilette and eau de parfum as like coffee and think of parfum and oils like espresso yes and I try to tell people because you know they think that getting like a body mist you know yeah. saves them money because that's so inexpensive and mm -hmm. it is but that scent is going to be gone within an hour so, so you, bottom. yep yeah. yep exactly <laughs> exactly not in an hour but so yeah you're really not yeah you're really not doing yourself any favors you know it's no. it is worth the investment to pay a little bit more you know our bottles when people first look at them because we, they're 10 milliliters people first look you know, about the size of a lipstick you know yeah. Um, and people first look at them and they're like, oh, that's, that's small. And I say, yes, but it will last you six months or more. Right. You know, right. it'll last you longer than a large bottle of perfume yep. um, because, you know, or cologne or because yep. it is, it's concentrated. So you just roll a little bit on yep. and, and that's it. And we even have our customers tell us that, you know, sometimes they'll wake up the next day and they can still smell it. They realize that it's still there, right. um, you know, by the next morning and, and, that's what a, you know, good quality fragrance should do for you is it, it, it shouldn't hit you all at once. It should stay on you and linger all day. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I think, you know, because, and that's, that's the thing. And then it might take you a while to figure out, you know, what scent is for you. Mm -hmm. Um, So you can, you know, 
and then like a lot of brands now will offer a sample size yep. or some kind of way that you can try it out first. Yep. I don't know if yep. your company we do. does that or not. Absolutely. We have a sampler pack that gives you, um, you know, a little sample size of all six of our fragrances because yeah, we know you need to try them on sometimes, wear them, you know, see how it reacts with your body chemistry throughout the day. Um, yeah, it's, fragrance is a very personal thing. So it's something that we want people to be able to, to try out. Um, you know, I, 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 I personally believe that papyrus is a very universally appealing fragrance because it's very fresh right. um, and smells very clean. Um, but I know some people just really want a floral or, you know, really want something more woody. And um, so being able to try all the different ones and like you said, layering them, if you want to, you know, try layering some of them. Um, I think that that's, you have to kind of have that hands-on experience. Agreed. So now two more questions before we go. Mm -hmm. What's your favorite beauty product that is not a fragrance? Oh, I, um, probably two things if I'm allowed to cheat. Okay. Um, <laughs> one would be a really good retinoid. Mm -hmm. I believe in cell turnover. You know, that's, that's one of yes. the <laughs> tricks to staying young is oh, yeah. that cell turnover. So I, I use a prescription retinoid every night. Um, mm -hmm. but with that and combo with that, that means that in the morning, a good sunscreen has to go on. Absolutely. We have uh, definitely discussed that here. I'm sure people don't ever believe you that that's like, you know, when beauty, you know, beauty editors and, and, uh, you know, experts constantly say you have to wear a good sunscreen. And it's, yes. I mean, that, that it does have to be a good sunscreen. Yeah. Um, and, and start it when you're young. I was really lucky that my mother, um, started me on sunscreen when I was a teenager um, unfortunately it's because she had skin cancer, but I took oh. it seriously because of that. Right. Um, and you know, I've, since I was 15 or 16, I've worn sunscreen on my face every single day. Um, and it, I believe that it helps a ton. Um, I get compliments on my skin to toot my own horn a little bit. Um, you know, I do, get, I do get compliments on my skin, um, you know, for, because I work hard though, to keep it, yeah. you know, hydrated, to keep, um, it protected to keep that cell turnover going. And uh, so that's why, you know, I, I always kind of tell people find a good retinoid, something that, you know, will, will slough off that dead skin to let the pretty stuff underneath shine through. Yeah. Now one of our earliest episodes on beauty reform school was the skin you're in. And we definitely talk about protecting your skin mm -hmm. and things of that nature. And on many, many episodes, you'll find that we do circle back to making sure you protect your skin and sunscreen. Mm -hmm. And with retinoids, specifically, retinoids also, you know, retinols, mm -hmm. things like that, they definitely take off the, the dead skin and reveal delicate baby skin underneath. Yes. But because it reveals this delicate baby skin yes. and it exfoliates off that old dead skin, then you need to protect it. Yes. You need to make sure it does not um, get the effects of the very cruel mean sun all the time. So you must use a sunscreen. And there is an episode that talks about sunscreen in more detail. So make sure you catch that one as well, because it's important to know that sunscreen is not a one and done. It's not something that you can do and then forget about it. If you're going to be out in the sun yep. for hours, you can't just think that one thing of sunscreen you did first thing in the morning is going to last you. No. Nope. You have to re-up on your sunscreen to continue to protect because the efficacy for sunscreen is limited. So you must make sure that you check to see how long your sunscreen lasts and then you need to re-up if you're going to be exposed. Couldn't right. agree more. And yeah. sunglasses and hats and yes. all of that too to actually block it as well. Or I'm, I'm that girl at the at the beach that, you know, has on my big sunglasses, a giant hat. I sit under an umbrella. Yep. <laughs> like, I love the sun. I, I will go out into it, but there's sunscreen on me and I, you know, cover yep. what I can. Look, I don't even go to the beach and yet that is my aesthetic. Right. <laughs> I'm telling you right now, under the umbrella with the hat, with the yep. for sure. Yep. For sure. You would think exactly. I'm hiding from paparazzi by the way I am at the beach. Whatever. You know? <laughs> I don't care. 
it's like I I definitely want to make sure you know I look I only get this one this one skin suit yeah so sure it lasts you know that's right that's that's for sure um I'm trying to think what was the other question I wanted to ask you before we oh yes what um how can we find you as far as to uh check out your fragrance where can we find you I know you're on Instagram but is there where else can we find you? Yep. So all of our handles are the same. It's Anakit Luxury. And I'll spell Anakit for you because I know that that's a unique one. It's A-N-U-K-E-T. Um, so at Anakit Luxury on Facebook, on Instagram, on Pinterest. And then our website is just AnakitLuxury.com. All righty. And I'll provide that information for everyone on the blog. Awesome. As always at BeautyReformSchool.com. Okie dokie. All right. Well, Ashley, this has been such a great conversation. This was amazing. You are doing good work here. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and you're doing good work. And I, you know, it's, I'm trying to look, I'm on a very strict buying budget. Oh, girl, we all are right now. But it's a I pandemic. Have, uh, <laughs> when, um, yes, especially when it comes to beauty products, I always have to really just be incredibly strict with myself. I get it. But I am looking forward to uh, trying at least some sort of something from your brand because I am really now you have me intrigued about papyrus oil. I I, I can I can slip a, a sample of papyrus oil in the mail to you. Oh well, I love I just I love clean scents. So you're gonna love it then. Yeah, I'm confident. I love clean. I love a clean scent, and you know it's a lot. A couple of the fragrances that I like have been discontinued. They don't make them anymore. So. I definitely am in the market. So there's that. One of these days when I go outside, I'm going to smell amazing. <laughs> hey, you can smell amazing for yourself in your own home too. You know what? That is, you know, I'm glad you that said is that. Self-care. That was another thing that I wanted to, um, that's another thing I wanted to touch on actually yeah. before we go. Do it for I yourself. Wanted to, I wanted to just say, because I know a lot of people are thinking, hmm, fragrance. Well, I don't go anywhere anymore. Like, you know, this and that and the other. There are certain scents that I have in my house mm -hmm. that I keep just just to keep my well-being in check, mm -hmm. you know. And I spoke on another podcast about how I have to use lemon soap. Like I have a I have a thing about it. I don't want any other kind of soap, and it's got to be lemon. Mm -hmm. It's something about lemon that that lifts my spirits. Oh, it smells so fresh, like so clean. Right. So yeah, and so and especially it's on your hands. So like when you have your hands near your face it's just nice to smell that lemon yeah and it also it wakes me up it perks me up so I like using lemon soap on my hands and that's the only kind of soap I want I don't want anything else for my hands <laughs> yeah um, I don't mind like I use a ginger soap for my body but Ooh, I like love ginger on my hands and um my point being though is that scents can be very therapeutic absolutely so when, you know, if you're in your house and you feel like the walls are closing in and the air is getting close and thick, after you have opened the windows and let some fresh air in, it's nice to light a nice candle mm -hmm. or it's nice to put on a nice lotion, which we did not mention. You can add a couple of drops of oil to your unscented lotion. Absolutely. And put it all over. Yes. And then you'll have this nice, soft suggestion of scent throughout the day yes. on your body and that is just lovely yes do it for yourself I know a lot of people I've heard that too you know well I'm not going anywhere and I said yeah but you, you know you can still enjoy it for yourself the yeah. a lot of our scents have very calming therapeutic you know kind of mm -hmm. um you know to them as well and and aphrodisiacs as well I gotta throw that in because it's true you know that that you, you don't need to go anywhere if you're just stuck at home with your partner <laughs> I know that's right. Um, <laughs> but also, I got to tell you, there's I find nothing more orgasmic than taking a bath, putting on a nice scented, you know, I use a beautiful soap and then I put on a nice lotion and then I put on some fresh jammies and get into a freshly, a fresh bed with fresh sheets. Oh, yes. That, that sensation. Yes. Orgasmic. Yeah. Like I, I, that's the most amazing. When you lay your face on a fresh pillow, like it's just all everything's all clean. Well, and and that's why we are coming out with a linen spray in the near future too. Yes. Oh my! Because God. our customers have been asking for it. 
they're like, I need a way to lay down in this at night and let it, you know, help me slip away. <laughs> a nice linen spray. Yes. Even if you don't wear fragrance on you all the time. Yes. Just a nice linen spray is delightful when you climb into bed. It is. It is. I'm excited. I can't wait. <laughs> I, I, I can't wait to be introduced to papyrus oil. I'm so excited for you too. <laughs> and for those of you who can't wait to be introduced into, to papyrus oil, by all means, go to beautyreformschool.com, check out the blog, and you will have all the links. And you can even check her out on Instagram if you're like, if you're in a hurry and you just want to, you know, just go right there to her on Instagram and click on her link. But all her stuff's also going to be on the blog as well, you know, so you can bookmark that as well and check all that stuff out later, too. So, Ashley, once again, thank you so much for coming to Beauty Reform School. This has been a, a delightful oh, and goodness, thank you episode. And I can, can't thank you enough for coming and joining me here. You're incredible. Thank you so much. Aside from falling in love with a brand new scent, I was also inspired by something Ashley said. Fragrance does bring you back to memories and it also makes new ones. And you shouldn't have to wait for a special occasion to treat yourself to a scent. Use it for everything. It lifts the spirits, it creates luxury where there is none, and most of all, you deserve it. And before we go, I want to thank you one more time for all the support and all the listenership. And thank you so much. All of you have been involved in helping us get here to season two. Don't stop there though. Please continue to like, share, and review. And thank you to all of you who have shared the podcast with your friends. I'm still working hard over here to turn this into a great community where we can build it together. So send me your creatives, send me your makers, let me know who you'd like me to talk to next. And please do not hesitate and don't be shy. Share your questions. Tell me the things you want to know about. Share your stories, share your beauty horror stories. This is something that I want us to do together. So please, please do that because I cannot wait. And I'm hoping that one day when this pandemic is lifted, we can do more together. I love to gather up together and have a live show or do something like that. So share your ideas. Let me know what you think. And thank you so much for those of you all around the world. Thank you. I can't believe it. It's mind blowing to know that everyone all over the world is listening. And I want to send a special shout out to all of my people in Philadelphia, all of those Philly peeps who have ridden with me from the very beginning. I love y'all. <laughs> so thanks for your listenership, everyone. And thanks in advance for your listenership in the future. And pencils down, class is dismissed. And I'll see you next week.